Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. He leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg Lanning. This is excellent batting by Ash Gardner. Donaldson strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front of a magical crowd at the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoop. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. I'm Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. And joining us on the show today is Darcy Brown, Aussie fast bowler, who played a massive role in last night's epic semi-final win. Darcy picked up the two crucial wickets of Jamima Rodriguez, and Richard Gosh, and she was just, yeah, she was massive for the Aussies there. Um, but firstly, LJ, what a wild night. You were there at Newlands Cricket Ground. Um, we were, like, chatting to each other as we do, just freaking out. But tell us what it was like there at the ground. Yeah, it was just insane. I think um, the general vibe when India were three for 28 was, oh, okay, Australia win another semifinal easily. Yeah. But um, that very quickly turned when Jamima and Harmon got on a roll and, I know there were some very tense Australians around the place. Um, apparently we outwardly looked calm. So okay, <laughs> that is definitely not the vibe I was giving off on our Slack chat. Um, yeah, I don't know. Part of me still thought there was a chance. There's always you know, a chance. Australia, always a chance. Australia thought their way out of tough situations before. But I've got to say, I did think, no, nah, this time India's got it. And it was I was feeling a bit flat until that run out. And then things changed very quickly. How were things for you at three in the morning in Australia? Um, well, it certainly woke me up. Like when when the Indians were flying, I mean, I was feeling pretty sad. You know, like it looked like they were cruising towards towards victory. They kind of had us had the Aussies on toast, really. Harman Preet and Jamima, like they were playing some beautiful shots and didn't look like the Aussies were doing much, could do much at all to stop them. But then I don't know, all of a sudden, like, yeah, the, the run out, that was that was a massive game changer. And then when um Darcy as well got Jamima, like everything sort of clicked into place. And I don't know, I don't know how this team keeps doing it, but they find a way to escape. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. And even though that 18th over from Megan Shoot went for a few runs, once JJ took the ball for the 19th, I felt really good about that. Yeah. I was like, this is JJ. This is why she's come back into the team today. Yeah. This is the exact role she has. And once she left Ash with 16 to defend, from the last over, I was feeling pretty I was feeling good, good about that. Yeah, yeah. How stoked are we for JJ that she managed to fight her way back into that eleven and pulled out a performance like that? Like I was, I was pumped with that. Yeah, so so happy for her, particularly knowing that her mum and her partner are over here and they got to watch that in person, and that was really cool. Oh, so good. So yeah, it was just at the most important times the Aussies stood up. Like Meg 
she like what hit two sixes in that last over, which turned out to be game changing. Elise Perry on the road, game changing piece of fielding. Um, and yeah, of course, Ash and JJ at the death. But for the Aussies, like like you can't deny it, it probably wasn't their sharpest performance. And it doesn't really seem like they've been at their best this whole World Cup. Do we reckon they've like we know they've got another to gear gear to go to? Do we reckon they're going to be able to find it when they um, come up in the final on Sunday? I think if they're going to find it against anyone, um, it'll be against England, who may not make the final. Mm. We don't know. The second semi hasn't been played yet, but based on the way things have played out so far this tournament, you'd think they're a good chance of getting through. So I think if Australia can lift and pull it together against anyone, it'll be against England. Mm. I don't think anything's really going wrong, just a few areas to tighten up on maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the batting innings, like it was kind of different to, it was like it was a weird game, but the batting innings, it wasn't as convincing as we've seen that Topwater play in previous matches. Like they just looked a little bit off. Yeah, I think um, they prepare really well to play against India and they know what to expect from their attack, but it just looked like Meg in in particular was struggling to find a bit of rhythm and adjust to those conditions. I think, I'm not sure what pitch they'll be using for the final, if it'll be the same one, but they've had another taste of Newlands now, so they Mm. they would be a little bit more adjusted to those conditions. Yeah, I, I think they've got a really, really good game in them, which we haven't seen yet. So hopefully that's something to look forward to for the final. Hell yeah. I'll back that in. <laughs> back that in. 2025, save the best for last. And as we know, LJ, we've got England coming up against South Africa, also at Newlands uh, this afternoon for you. You'll be going along, which is lucky for you, a stress-free afternoon at the cricket. Hell uh, yeah. I'm just going to go and sit on the hill. I'm oh, not. I'm going to have to write a match report, but I am actually going to get to enjoy First the innings. cricket and get a little bit more relaxed, yeah. which will be a nice change after yesterday. Yeah, that'll be lovely. Much more, st- much more <laughs> stress-free. Um, and on like... Speaking about England, they've sort of, I mean, you can't deny they've been dominating this tournament, um, looking really good, and it seems like they're playing with a bit of a a newfound confidence and just a really attacking brand of cricket. Yeah, they are. They're, um, you know, you talk about this sort of fearless approach a lot, but they seem to actually be believing it at the moment. And I think mm. the belief is is what's really changed for them. They do seem like they're happy to go out and go really hard after teams and try and muscle themselves into a match, which, yeah. you know, I think they've been talking the talk about going toe-to-toe with Australia for the last couple of years, but I, have. I think the, ment- the mentality they've got now and the confidence they've got, they might actually walk the walk. Mm. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to um to see how that plays out if it is Australia versus England in that final. Very interesting. What are your predictions? Like, do you think England will they'll knock off South Africa? And if they do, do you think the Aussies can get the three feet? Yeah, I think England have just got too much talent and firepower to not get over the Proteas today. I was having a look at the stats and the Proteas haven't really had a player who's fired with the bat yeah. all tournaments. So um, it's going to be very hard for them to win even with the home support. And Australia versus England in the final. Oh. England looked the best I've seen them play in a very, very long time. They're definitely a good chance. I just think Australia have a uh, have one very good game in them and that might come against England. Let's manifest that all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Aussie fans, I hope you've been loving the tournament. I mean, last night was like it was a semi-final for the ages. So if you didn't stay up um, in the middle of the night and watch it, that is probably a smart decision, but reminded that you can catch up with the minis and full replays on KO. Uh, the final T20 World Cup final will be on Monday morning at midnight. So that means if you're in Australia, you'll go to sleep on Sunday night and maybe wake up and watch it or just 
stay up the whole night and then be on Monday morning. So, I mean. If your boss doesn't give you Monday off. Yeah, like, they're a loser. Wrong. So just just tell them. Just tell them. Tell them the Aussies got a World Cup We'll final. write you a note. Yeah, well, what, the, the scoop gives you permission. <laughs> <laughs> tell them Emily and Laura told you to. We make the rules, sorry. <laughs> so thank you for listening, um, Aussie fans, and hope you enjoy what's going to be hopefully a cracking end to this T20 World Cup. And enjoy a good chat with Darcy Brown. Darcy Brown, great to see you. Congratulations on what was an epic win for the Aussies last night. And thank you for joining us on The Scoop today. Um, firstly, Darcy, how are you? And have you managed to recover from that crazy roller coaster of a semi-final? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was crazy to be a part of. Um, yeah, the heart rate was was very high. And I think it was for everyone. But um, I guess that that's what makes people want to watch cricket. Um, and you want to be a part of those sort of moments as well. But yeah, I guess I've woken up with two big pimples on my forehead, so um, that's probably from the stress, stress of last night. But, um, yeah, <laughs> but I guess yeah, slept really well, slept like a baby. So um, yeah, looking forward to Sunday. It was just a wild game of cricket to watch, and you know, with six overs to go, India were looked on track to win. What? How were you personally feeling at that point? Yeah. Um, we know that they can sort of take the game away from us quite easily. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was a bit nerve-wracking and didn't think we'd be able to pull them back like they like we did. But, um, yeah, I guess that's a credit to our bowlers and no one sort of gave up, I guess. And um, everyone stands up, JJ, um, Shooter, um, Ash as well, in those last few overs, they were, they were really clutch. And I think our fielding by pairs, like, Mm. I reckon she probably lost the game with her fielding, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was incredible to see her superwomaning diving <laughs> over the country like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was something else. So we'll, we'll do a deep dive into that a bit later. But during the game, Das, LJ and I, like we, we were messaging each other. Like we were so not calm. Like the fans watching along, following along on Twitter, they're not calm at all. But can you give us a sense of like what the team vibe is like on the field in a situation like that? Is Meg kind of just ordering everyone around and making sure everyone's calm or is there any sort of panic that sets in or is it just kind of business as usual? Yeah, definitely not. There's not really much panic, I don't think. Um, I feel like we're probably more motivated to win. We, I think all of us love that sort of contest. Um, you know, if we'd get a wicket, you, you'd sort of get a fire, fire up sort of comment from Midge and just sort of saying, hang in there. Like we know that we've done the work and we've been in these situations before sort of thing. So um, we all believed in ourselves. And I think that's, that was one of the main reasons why we won. Amazing. And um, yeah, we, we wanted to hear a bit more from you about Elise Perry's dive. You might've had a pretty good view of that. Um, like what were you thinking as that happened? Um, yeah, she was absolutely hooning around that boundary. So um, <laughs> it's always hard to, when you're sprinting as far as you can um, to, to get down and dive the ball and actually hit it with your hand and she absolutely moosed the ball straight to me like she hit it so far it was like a table tennis um bracket basically um or baton or whatever you call it but yeah she she proper pinged it really impressive um yeah to one five save it and to hit it that far it was it was pretty cool and um yeah it was yeah amazing to watch I had like the front seat of it which was which was really cool yeah can you like is that like for someone who might not understand can you give us like an insight into how difficult that might be and how much like hand-eye coordination and athleticism that requires. And does it also sort of, when you see Pez throwing herself around on the boundary like that, does that kind of just sum up the whole team's grit and determination to get the job done? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the, before we even went out in the field, she sort of um, made a big comment about our fielding. Um, you know, it could be the sort of contributor to if we win or lose. And she was, yeah, the blueprint, I guess, of, of that. And she definitely backed up what she said for sure. 
um, yeah, it's it's really difficult to dive on the boundary, especially with those big um, Toblerones um, oh, yeah. as well. They sort of, I don't know, when you're diving, you're sort of, at least they're soft, but they sort of put in the back of your mind, you're like, I don't land on it funny and stuff like that. So yeah. did an injury and did it, um, yeah, again, the blueprint of, of what a perfect dive is. She probably put on an extra couple metres from her dive from how far she ran and then to hit it as good as she did was, yeah, incredible. Does that give everyone else? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's a bit of a lift when someone's doing something like that, particularly at that point of a game where every run is so important. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely felt like I wanted the ball. I wanted to be able to dive around and throw my body around like Pez was. Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's so pivotal to, even if she missed it, just the effort that she put in, it really sends a message, I think, as well to the other team that how desperate we were yeah. to, to win as well. So, um, yeah, it was, it was yeah, Pez was incredible that that game. Um, even if she didn't have the ball in her hand, she was definitely doing the most she could. Yeah, nice. What a weapon. And Darcy, there were so many kind of ups and downs and ebbs and flows, particularly in that second innings. What did you make of the bowling performance? Um, yeah, I mean, I think their batters made it look like an absolute road, to be honest. Uh, I'm not sure. I felt like we didn't bowl too bad. I think maybe we, we strayed from the stumps, which we try to always aim at the stumps, but obviously um, errors happen. But, yeah, I think... Um, we, we pulled them back in that last 10 overs definitely once we um, sort of broke up a couple of their big partnerships. Yeah, they've got batters all the way to the end, but we just knew if we could hold on, we'd be able to get it. And yeah, our fielding obviously backed it up. And yeah, we stayed really calm, which was which was really cool to be a part of a team that's like that. Um, we don't play too much on emotion. Yeah, it was it was really cool to be a part of it. You finished with figures of two for 18, picked up those wickets of uh, Jamima and Risha Ghosh. Every other bowler, I think, went for about seven and you were going for four and a half. How are you feeling out there? Um, yeah, the first over wasn't great. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get a bowl again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, was, I was so nervous in the field. I was like, just give me the ball so I don't have to field too. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, I knew when Meg gave me the ball that I had a job to do to try and break up these partnerships. Most of the time I don't actually go, or I usually go for a lot of runs and then pick up a couple of wickets, but obviously it's nice to sort of be on the other end of that and go at a better economy rate. But yeah, obviously that first over has got a little bit of work to do, but I was I was lucky to get a couple of poles as well. Nah, no luck involved us. And what's what's kind of your method for trying to like talk yourself, get, get like back in the zone after like a tough first over? How do you bounce back and yeah, get back in the zone? I like to prove a point sort of thing. If I get another opportunity, I try mm. not to waste it. I was a little bit fired up um, internally. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think I should that much externally, but um, yeah, I just, all I wanted to do is do um, what Meg needed me to do for the team and try and break the partnerships and bowl fast and hit the top of the stump. So um, yeah, I just sort of had that, that hunger to just sort of, do that um I guess and I think the pressure moments sort of bring that out of you which which is surprising to be honest I didn't think I'd be like that but um yeah I'm glad that <laughs> I don't know I didn't really I don't know it was it was a weird sort of feeling but yeah I was a bit fired up I sort of felt like how I did um playing in like footy or netty or something like that um internally which is cool, that is cool. and um that Rodriguez we get we got over the bouncer what was the the plan you were trying to execute to her there um yeah I was I was trying to bowl a bouncer um obviously well Sometimes that doesn't work out, but um, yeah, I guess it kicked. Um, I was bowling cross seam as well, so it kicked off the deck a fair, fair amount. Um, she, she, we've seen her play the bouncer. She's trying to sort of run it down to third or play over mm-hmm. the keeper's head. I think in the big bash uh, strikers, we got her maybe when she's playing for the Renegades or something like that. We got her caught down at third, and we've seen her play it there um, quite well as well in footage. So yeah, I just tried to bowl a bouncer because it looked really easy for her and Harmon to sort of hit it anywhere else. So I just tried to change it up and luckily she got some bat on it. It did go pretty high. So I don't know how she got bat on it. And that um that second wicket of Rishi Gosh, we saw how pumped T-Mac was when she took that catch. How are you feeling at that point? Um, Yeah, I was sort of a bit of relief. It was the last ball of my spell. So um, I sort of, there were a fair few, there were a few dots in that over. So um, mm. I thought that she was going to try, but I thought, she may have thought that I was going to bowl a bouncer, sort of a bit of a cat and mouse game, I, I was thinking. I just try to bowl that hard length. Um, she always tries to hit straight when she's teeing off. Um, so, yeah, I try to make it as hard as she could, as hard as it could be to try and hit down the ground. Yeah, nice. And that was a, that was a classic celebration from T-Mac, wasn't it? She pulled out one of her best. Yeah, fans were out, um, loves it. She, I think, well, before I started playing cricket with her, she used to not celebrate. So um, Must be it's you. good that she celebrates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. And we saw a funny stat um, came up on Twitter, Darcy, that um, you've taken a wicket in the in the first over after being sprayed three times at this World Cup. What do you reckon's behind that? Like, are some of the drinks runners giving giving you some good pep talks? Um, I don't know. Um, I have literally no. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I guess break and catch your breath I don't know um yeah I guess I've I usually bowl the first couple in the power play and then I have a bit of a break and yeah like I said before I sort of like coming back and sort of having a point to prove I guess usually my second spell is always a little bit more accurate and stuff like that (laughs) than my first so yeah, I'm not too sure. I just try and hit that hard length and yeah, maybe the batters are just trying to tee off and get their first 10 or their next 10 off to a good start. So yeah, I've got no idea to the method of that. And we um, we saw Elisa Healy bring you all in to a huddle straight after the win. What was she saying to you all at that point? Uh, I can't even remember. I probably wasn't even listening. listening. That <laughs> I think she was just saying, that, um, you know, people have said that we cruise through tournaments um, like this, but we've just proved prove to, to the world basically that we can scrap our way to a win in a really tight contest and basically saying 
I'm not sure about this part, but saying how proud she was of all of us and let's get keen for the final. Yeah, love it. And what about what about from Megan Shell? Like, did you guys kind of have a big debrief after the semi? Uh, no, nah, we did not. <laughs> no, nah, we just listened to some tunes. True. Sung the song. A um, couple messages in our in our group chat, sort of thing, just saying, um, yeah, how proud they were of us to to scrap our way like that. But yeah, I think we will have a meeting tomorrow, and I guess that's when all that will be said. But yeah, at the moment we're just chilling out, enjoying the day off before um, next big cricket match, I guess. And Darcy, it's going to be your first ever T20 World Cup final. Are you pumped? Like, do you think it'll be sort of a little bit different to the Com Games and one day World Cup? And yeah, what are the next couple of days kind of look like for you and how do you approach it? Yeah, um, I'm pretty nervous, but obviously excited to, um, I guess we'll wait and see who, who we're playing um, today. I think there they are. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Yep. But um, <laughs> um for that. I mean, either or. South Africa, I hope I've got that right too. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be, <laughs> I've literally got no idea. So, um, South Africa make it through. I think the crowd will be huge, which is always exciting to for them to have a home final as well. But England, obviously, yeah, you know, we've got a big rivalry there too. So um, I guess we'll just wait and see who we're, I think for today, just to relax and take your mind off cricket. Um, for me personally, I think we're going to, you know, do a little bit of sightseeing today maybe, um, but keep it really cash. So, um, yeah, I'm looking cash. forward to a day off. <laughs> and Darcy, a little bit of trivia for you. There is an Australian player who's topping the batting strike rate, yeah, the batting strike rate for this tournament. Um any guesses who that might be? Is this from Australia or just in the whole in general? The whole, the whole thing, Australia. but it's an Australian player. Um, well, T-Mac's only had one innings, I think, and she did very well. So I'm going to say T-Mac. Okay. What would you say if I told you it was well, you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you got the highest strike rate for the whole tournament. 300 because of the game against New Zealand. You came in and hit two and then you hit a four off the last ball. I'm going to be telling everybody about that today. I'll send you the screenshot. So, so funny. Yeah. You might need first dibs on the nets tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I always try. No, I don't always. No, I'll just try as fast as I can. So, but Darcy, aside from aside from you polishing off that innings against the Kiwis, um, dominant finish from you, um, the top order have been doing the job pretty well, which I assume means like you've had a bit of time to chat with Shooter and some a few others, I guess, in the dugout. How have the dugout, dugout vibes been in the tournament? Any kind of conversation themes emerging and any kind of rogue chat going on? Um, yeah, there's always rogue chat in the dugout. Yeah, it's always nice to have such a good top order. So Shooter and I don't really have to stress about about too much. Yeah, I don't know. It's always really random. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a theme, but it's always rogue. Grace Harris usually is sitting elsewhere until she has to leave out and she comes down and then there's a lot of laughter and a lot of chat going around, even if it's just to herself. Um, <laughs> lots of giggling. Yeah, I don't know. That's not really it. But yeah, it's very, very rogue. So even if Grace is about to go and bat, like is she still talking to herself? Like she's not really doing anything differently? I think it's worse when she's going out to bat. It might be a nerve thing. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, you know, we finished our rogue conversation and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, Gracie's coming down. And then straight away, as soon as we see her, she like, just says something. We haven't even said anything to her and then she's cackling away at something. And we're like, what are you on about? <laughs> which is which is great um yeah she's she's awesome she's been really positive and stuff like that but uh, yeah yesterday she was sitting oh, over by that with the umpire like the fourth umpire and we're like what's she doing over there um but I think she's just in the shape I don't know but um yeah I, I could watch I could literally just watch her 
But like if there was a TV show like the Truman Show, I would definitely watch them. <laughs> the Truman Show but crazy. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> that would be very entertaining. Wow. <laughs> and you guys have been in um, South Africa for over three weeks now. What's been the highlight so far away from the cricket? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I reckon the safari, though, was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I don't think you can get that anywhere else, like, authentically. I mean, there's Monado Zoo in Adelaide. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that was just incredible to, to do. Um, I literally watched The Lion King, like, three three times after that in Madagascar like I just I don't know what was wrong with me I just had to watch it um <laughs> that was incredible it's a ginormous I've never seen an elephant elephant before the hippos just in the water popping their eyes out was it's yeah it was really cool yeah <laughs> it was just it was just something that I don't didn't think I'd ever do um to be honest so yeah it was and just finally Darcy what's been the best meal that you've had on tour Oh, actually, I the best meal. I had the best stir fry, like beef stir fry I've ever had in um, Port Elizabeth. Nice. Yeah, it was so South African delicacy. Yeah, South African for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. Very good. Darcy, thank you as always for joining us on the scoop. We love chatting to you. Um, Pumped that you guys are into another final. Um, Can't wait to watch. And yeah, all the best. Thanks, Eves, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.